Today, we're going to be talking about minimalism. Why is it important? How does it affect your business? What can you do to incorporate it into your business? And how do you incorporate it into your life? What is minimalism? First of all, minimalism is not by any means a philosophy that says you should get rid of everything you own. That is a misconception. Minimalism never set out and said, get rid of everything you own. What it does say, however, is that it promotes the act of cutting the fat out of your life. Cut the fat out of your life. What is fat in your life? Fat is anything that you own that you do not use. What do you, what's in your house right now accumulating space that you do not use and does not serve you? I'm sure you can think of a few things. If you have clothes that you haven't worn in a year, get rid of them. If you have kitchenware that you haven't used in a year, get rid of it. If you have items that are piling up, maybe gifts that people got you that you'll never use, get rid of it. That's the fat. Get rid of it. Get rid of the clutter. Clean your life up. Clean your house up. Get rid of the clutter. Cut the fat. That's what minimalism is. Obviously, you can see I have a, two pillows here and a blanket behind me and some plants, right? Well, these all serve a purpose. I'm not collecting any of these things. The plants serve a purpose. They clean the air. I chose to have a multitude of plants for a reason because it serves me. It serves my health, right? So when you are looking through your house and you're asking yourself, do I get rid of this? You ask, does it serve me? Why? How does it serve me? And if it doesn't, get rid of it. So that's, that's really what minimalism is. You can say minimalism on the edge, you know. You might be minimalistic on the edge because you might have a collection of things that really mean something to you. And that's okay. No one's telling you to get rid of that collection. But what we are saying as minimalists is that we're asking you to be more sustainable in your life. And each time you get rid of things that are cluttering your house, you'd be surprised to find that it actually makes you feel a little bit better. Um, I started this practice years ago uh, as a teenager, actually. I would get rid of things that did not serve me. I'd constantly get rid of things. Constantly get rid of things, live on less. I was a traveler. I was in the military for a period of time. So I, I had a small space to myself often. And I learned to live with less. And I found that the more I accumulated, the less happy that I was. So anytime I reverted back to a state of mind that accumulated items that had no purpose in my life, really, just an accumulation of things, that was when my mentality started to dwindle into something more negative. And I found that the more that I incorporated minimalism in my life, to whatever degree, the more output of happiness that I had, the more clarity that I had, and I have not stopped utilizing the philosophy of minimalism since I realized how much it really does benefit my mentality. Um, and I know for a fact that it's going to benefit 
your mentality to get rid of things that do not serve you anymore. I come from a family of which some do not collect things and have a little bit of a happier life, right? And then there are some family members that I have that you would call it a disorder. They might even, like, they could probably apply for that reality show, um, Hoarders. I, I literally have family members that are hoarders. And as we know, those who are hoarders have a severe mental illness associated, right? Never once have you met a hoarder that was mentally healthy. Never once. There is a correlation here. The correlation is you need to organize your life. You're refusing to do so. You're letting things pile up around you and you're living in denial. That denial is going to evolve and grow and morph into something even more horrendous than what it started out as. What you need to do is take some baby steps. You know, it's 2022 around the corner. I'm not saying this should be a New Year's thing. I think it's kind of overdone, but fuck it. Have it be a New Year's thing. If you want to achieve a certain amount of clarity in your life, if you want to achieve a more sustainable living, if you want to achieve a little bit more of an output of happiness, then I really advise that you look into what it is and what it means to be a minimalist. I am a minimalist. I personally own very few things, especially in comparison <laughs> to some other people. I don't collect shoes. I don't collect clothes. I do have a variety of plants. Um, I have obviously some pillows and things like that for decor, but I am by no means collecting a lot of things. It's very like minimal is the word. I don't have a lot and I don't want a lot. The things that my husband and I have accumulated do serve us to some capacity. And as annoying as it may seem, I do reevaluate our things. I reevaluate our things on a yearly to biannual basis and see, are these things, one by one, serving us? Are we utilizing them? If we're not utilizing them, and if it does not serve us, if it does not make us happy in any way, if it does not affect our emotions in any way, especially in a positive regard, I get rid of it. Immediately donate it to whatever, whatever donation center is closer. I take it there. Sometimes we sell it. Sometimes we sell things that no longer are of use to us, and sometimes we donate it. Either way, it's getting out of our lives. It's less that we have to worry about. And I really, really advise taking a look at what you own and seeing the same process and really, uh, really try to interpret how you feel afterwards. Once you leave that donation center or you sell that item and you look at your house and you see all the things that you got rid of and you, f I want you to really evaluate how much of a weight was lifted off of you and how amazing it feels to truly just get rid of shit in your house. It feels so good. It's crazy. Um, but anyways, how does this relate to business? And this is something that's a little new. This is new. And it's new for a variety of reasons. Minimalism is a catch word. It's, it's kind of like how mindfulness is right now. Mindfulness is an overused word. It means a multitude of things. Um, being aware, basically, right? And 
minimalism is similar to that. It's being uh, frequently used. And all it is is just cutting the fat. And as any business owner understands, cutting the fat could put more money in your pocket. Cutting the fat. Minimalism right now is a very big deal in business. And I really want to take some time to explain to you what I mean about minimalism in businesses. Right now, we're going through the pandemic. COVID, whatever the hell is out, right? And whatever uh, variant we're experiencing, whatever the case may be, is this pandemic changed the face of how employment works in the United States now, how businesses onboard employees because for a long time, a lot of businesses in certain states were subjected to working remotely. In order to survive, some businesses were not deemed as um, essential businesses. They weren't deemed as essential businesses, which meant that, well, they couldn't technically have everybody come into the actual business itself to work because they weren't deemed essential. They weren't giving that waiver to gather in person. And if they weren't given that waiver, they had to do something else. They had to do something else. And what they did was they worked remotely. And what employers found, whether or not they had the hall pass of essential businesses, if they went remote, what they found was the employees were happier. They were outputting a higher performance, meaning that they were getting a hell of a lot more shit done than they were before. Um, And the company itself saves money because a lot of companies realize they don't even need a facility to begin with to do their job. They don't need a, a lot of companies do not need a physical facility to do their job. Um, and I really suggest going that route. I really suggest going the route of cutting the fat if you have the ability to. And trusting your employees enough to transition into a, a remote environment if you have the ability to. It, I think it was well worth your time. I think it's well worth the initial investment because they're are some initial investments like anything else in a business that you're probably going to have to make to transition into um, a fully remote company or a partially remote company. There are some investments there with IT that you will have to consider. Um, As my consulting agency goes, we consult for career development, business development, and minimalism itself. So we do help incorporate some of the the transitioning phases for remote work, uh, for employees who are, or for employers who are seeking remote work, how to cut that fat, and for people who want to find remote jobs. If you're looking, if you want a remote job, I also do consulting for that specifically because it is a new thing. It's an evolving thing and it's, it's tricky because there are thousands and thousands and thousands of remote jobs right now that have never existed before. There's a flood of remote work right now and a lot of companies are transitioning over to doing remote work. It's difficult. It does require some uh, varying skill sets because you have to be self-accountable, responsible, and a good communicator. This transition is great, but understand there's a different way of going about it. It's high competition right now. Everybody wants a remote job. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to work from home 
get paid great, and not really have to worry about that commute. Not and I mean, imagine the change in our society if a lot of our jobs offered that. We would have a lot more time with our families. And maybe some situations that we're dealing with with our children could be alleviated because you are working from home and it's a little bit easier for you now. And that's what we're trying to do. I think the more we incorporate remote work, the more uh, equality we're going to have, the better playing field we're going to have when it comes to uh, families trying to survive in this and making sure as many people are, are as employed as possible despite their circumstances and despite whatever pandemic we're dealing with. Um, let's think futuristically uh, I, when it comes to minimalism. Minimalism is not just about the environment. Minimalism is also not a plight against capitalism. Minimalism, minimalism is just strictly logical. Minimalism is logic. Logic. What it does is it cuts the uselessness out of your life and your business. What can we do to save money, put more money in your pocket, to spend on whatever the hell else you want or to save? What can we do to better incorporate your investments in your life into things that are going to be sustainable and more advantageous for your overall financial health and your future? Because that's what minimalism really is. Minimalism, it does make you feel good. It is a sustainable movement. But just because it's sustainable does not mean it's not going to make you money. It will make you more money, actually. Um, it's going to save you money in the long run. And it could potentially even help um, make you money But when it comes to selling some things that do not serve you anymore. And when it comes to a business, if you want to go remote, it's going to save you a lot more money in the long run to maybe reinvest into other areas or to reinvest into your employee base for doing such a great job, despite the fact that they're working from home. It's truly amazing. We are responsible people, most of us, and we can absolutely accomplish uh, company objectives from home. We can do it. I really believe in this movement. I really think that this is the way forward, especially when it comes to the unpredictable regulations when it comes to businesses during the pandemic and whatever is to come with this pandemic. In order to evolve and survive, I really suggest looking into this at some capacity. It's going to work for your business because there's not always going to be business owners out there, there's not always going to be a PPP loan, a payment protection, a payroll protection plan. There's there's not always going to be that. You're not always going to be able to be saved by whatever funding to help you survive through the next pandemic. That might not happen. We're lucky enough that that existed, right? However, that might not happen again. So what are you going to do when the government says, hey, you cannot convene at your facility. What are you going to do then? You have to have a plan. Have a plan, a disaster readiness plan for your business. And if you are doing this, if you have a plan, make sure you're ready to go remote. Even if you're not remote right now, have the idea and plan in place so that way if you need to go remote you can and you know who to call and what to do and your employees understand the process as well this is a this is a this is not something that's going to happen overnight especially for businesses 
people aren't going to work from home overnight, but to start developing cost-effective ways to do so, I really, I really support that. Um, there's a variety of things you can do. IT specialists out there who are making these remote jobs work, I, all the power to you. Your position is very, very important right now. And um, if you have any questions about minimalism as a person, as an individual, or as a business, reach out to our company, Hive33. Reach out to me. Uh, comment, subscribe below. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so that way you can put out more information and let me know any questions or anything else that you want to see further into this discussion and we can provide that for you. So like, subscribe, comment, share. Uh, we're on YouTube. If you're watching this, you're, we're on YouTube, obviously. And we're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So feel free to reach out to those applications as well to follow and subscribe. Thank you for your time.